At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My guys in the desert from the South Point Sportsbook, Matt Humans, Wes Reynolds, Visa and the Sports Betting Network. And uh, Wes, we have a winner in the Patriots quarterback derby. It's Mac Jones, a rookie from Alabama, and uh, that's not a big surprise to me. I, I really thought that the more you watched in the preseason, the more you read coming out of Patriots camp, that it looked like uh, the coaches preferred mm-hmm. Mac Jones and what he could do in that offense as opposed to uh, Cam Newton. So uh, now Cam is looking for work, and uh, the Patriots have found their quarterback of the future. I really believe that. Yeah, it almost felt like Bill Belichick was kind of like, well, I'm going to give Cam a chance here. And and I think really did give him mm-hmm. a chance. But Mac Jones, I think, from really game one against the Washington football team, showed some poise. Look, overthrew a couple receivers, had some open guys. But I think that was just kind of a rookie in his first right. ever NFL game, even though it's preseason, just be having a little adrenaline going, just being a little jacked up, uh, basically off the tee there. But Mac Jones, I think, really has shown some poise. And, and he has – and they do run – they don't run like a pure spread at Alabama. So they run like right. some pro schemes. So he's had to make some pro reads a little bit. And certainly he has looked a little bit better than Tua did in his first mm-hmm. year. By the way, that's going to be the week one game. Tua against Mac Jones, uh, tied versus tied there in week one. And uh, haven't seen a huge adjustment. A little bit of a, a sliver of money, I think, if come on the Patriots. I think uh, starting to be a couple threes show. I know Westgate showed three as of this morning, but uh, 
you know, teasable game if you like Miami. Totals relatively low at 44.5. But I think the right decision up there in Fox. I do too. All right, what about the Bears? What's the right decision? Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle, or the young gun Justin Fields? If you look at Fields' preseason stats, uh, pretty impressive. 30 for 49, 276 passing yards. He's got 92 yards on the ground, three touchdowns, no interceptions, a pass rating of 96.9. But, Wes, those are against mostly mm-hmm. second and third team defenses. Yeah. They're not blitzing. You're not seeing complex defensive yeah. schemes. As Michael Lombardi likes to say, anybody can look good in the preseason. Uh, how do you look under live fire when you're facing uh, Aaron Donald and the Rams on Sunday night football? Uh, so who do you go with? Andy Dalton, Justin Fields. Let's let Michael Lombardi answer that. He was on the Jim Rome show talking uh, exactly about the Bears quarterback situation. Well, I mean, look, Andy Dalton's going to get you fired, right? You're going to win four games. You're not going to play the young player, and there's going to be a new guy coming in. If you if you start coaching Justin Fields and you start seeing progress being made, then it's easy to say, well, why don't we just keep everybody and we're going to grow with this quarterback. You know, I, I think it's, it's the fallacy of the false alternative. Like, everybody thinks Dalton's there to save this job. I think Dalton's there to really get him fired. You're going to lose your job if you play. You're going to be 5-12. and 12. Oh, great. We're 6 you know, we're 6-11 and 11 now. We're really good. <laughs> it's Michael Lombardi talking about the Bears quarterback uh, controversy, we'll call it. In Chicago, West, as you know, the fans are clamoring for mm-hmm. fields. And Matt Nagy promised Andy Dalton he was going to start the season uh, for the Bears, so he's sticking to that promise. What do you think the right decision is? I don't often side with Matt Nagy, but at least in terms of week one, I am going to side with Matt Nagy here and go ahead with the uh, Red Rifle, the Ginger Ninja, whatever you want to call Andy Dalton. I do think he should probably start week one. Look, Justin Fields, I think you got to go to him sooner rather than later. I think to Michael's point, as we just heard on that soundbite on the Rome show, look, Justin Fields, you want to grow with this guy because if you go with Andy Dalton, that's what your record is probably going to be, 5-12 and 12 or 6-11. and 11. But I think in terms of week mm-hmm. one, there are softer landing spots for putting Justin Fields into the starting role rather than playing Aaron Donald in week one. What did Fields say after that Dolphins preseason game, which was the preseason opener? Eh, the game was actually kind of slow for me. Right. And Aaron Donald, I'm sure, is hearing that, who got mm-hmm. double and triple teamed every single snap last year and still won the defensive player of the year. It's like, oh, oh yeah? Oh, yeah? How fast is this when he's burying this kid right in the back of his shoulder blades? So, yeah, that Rams defense is serious. And, yeah. Uh, uh, Justin Fields is not going to fare well if he's out there, but, you know, neither is Andy Dalton. The Red Rifle's uh, right. going to be a sitting duck behind that weak Bears yeah. offensive line, don't you think? Yeah, I do. So It's I, almost I, like a lose-lose situation. I understand people saying start the kid, but right. I might not want to start him necessarily in week one, but I think sooner rather than later the Chicago fans are going to get what they want. Uh, Michael Lombardi says a lot of uh, wise things. You wonder why he's not a GM somewhere. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Our own GM here at the Vegas Stats and Information uh, Look at the, the way teams, certain teams run, like the Texans and the Eagles. I mean, mm-hmm. can't you, how about the Lions? Uh, there's there's got to be some GM jobs open out there. All right, quick break. Back in a minute here on uh, My Guys in the Desert. Welcome back, my guys, in the desert from the South Point Sportsbook. Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds joined by uh, Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sportsbook Director. Johnny, are you juiced up? Can you feel it? Uh, football season has arrived. 
Yeah, Matt, it's here. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's another one for me. Uh, you know, like thirty seven or so. So it's uh, <laughs> they they just keep coming. They're gonna, as long as they keep coming, I'm still living. They all just run together at this standpoint, is what Johnny is well, telling us. Football's <laughs> football's what makes the betting world go round, Johnny. Right? No, no doubt, Matt. You know, the handle certainly gets goes way up. Uh, you know, pro football is a magical event on Sundays, but college football has caught it because uh, there's so many more games and we take so much more money on it now. Put it in your uh, terms you can understand, Wes. As the world turns, it's all about football betting. It constantly yeah. keeps okay. turning, and now these lines are being put out so far in advance. I'm sure yeah. Johnny can remember a time where it's like, especially with college football, it's like we put them out like two weeks before the season. Mm-hmm. Now they're out like a month and a half, two months, all these games of the year, and then you get to the week-to-week grind as Johnny uh, was at the win for so many years when he would be the first out in the market with the following week NFL lines. All the professionals, some of the runners would line up, and it's like, okay, he bets it, so I got to move this, and that's the way sports betting is you move the numbers for your clientele johnny i'm going to ask you for details on the uh the DraftKings football contest here in a minute but let's run down some of these nfl week one games a week from now we're going to be uh, making decisions on these uh, contest plays and next thursday night the nfl season kicks off with the cowboys and the buccaneers and uh you still see an eight or two out there in the market mostly bucks minus seven and a half Total of 51 or 51 and a half. How do you think that uh, game is going to be played next Thursday night? Well, right now, Matt, we're seeing, you know, four-fifths of the actions on the Buccaneers at the seven and a half. To be honest with you, when you look at the game, you would think uh, this would be a play on the Cowboys. Uh, you know, if if the Cowboys are back healthy again and uh, they're going to compete, then this is a game where you would think you have to take anything over a touchdown. Now, maybe that's the way the Sharps will bet it. I'm not so sure how the unsophisticated players are going to play it. John, uh, moving over to a game that's probably had the most movement of any week one games because of the obvious injury news, but we do have Seattle and Indianapolis. Colts were about three-point favorites on the opener earlier this summer. Now in some shops, they're about three-point underdogs. I believe you guys are still up at DraftKings right now, two-and-a-half minus twenty on Seattle, and then 48-and-a-half on the total is what I'm seeing. Some books have taken this off because, of course, we don't know the status of Carson Wentz yet, and then I believe Quentin T. Why Hilton now is going to miss a few games, the receiver for the Colts. And then you do have Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly still on that COVID list. So they could be back within the next few days. But, you know, it kind of is like you want to play against the the line move here. Just when a line is going to move that many points, you want to blindly kind of fade that move. Sometimes that's going to give you value. But I don't know what to do with this game as of yet. Uh, Betters, uh, so far, are they betting the Seahawks? Or is this kind of just you guys getting out ahead of the betters and moving this to Seattle as the favorite? Well, you know, there's two games that we and remember this this is really early money. Uh, yeah, we've taken a, a decent amount of money, but we know that most of the money's coming in uh, the night before and the day of. But this is one of two games that is really super lopsided, and that's the Seahawks. Uh, you know, all our money on the Seahawks, we've only taken maybe 10, 15 percent of all the money on the Colts. Uh, the, the total's kind of balanced, and the money line's not that far off, but the side is really wacky. The other game that's really wacky is the Packers-Saints. Um, that's that's a game we're really heavy on the Packers, and now the announcement came that the Saints may not even be playing 
at home week one, maybe not even playing any games at home for the first month. So this would be on a neutral site. And, uh, you know, those two games are certainly with the early money uh, out of whack, so to speak rematch here in week one from the divisional round playoff where the Kansas City Chiefs escaped the Cleveland Browns. It had to be Chad Henney scrambling for a fourth down as Patrick Mahomes was injured in that game and that got the Chiefs through because they got their scare against Cleveland. 22-17 to was that final score and now seeing basically six across the board and that's pretty much consensus where it opened. A couple six and a halves out there. I think you're at six minus $1.15 on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, are betters kind of buying into that Super Bowl hangover a little bit because usually that Super Bowl loser we've often heard is kind of a fade early in the season. I have a lot of respect for the Chiefs. I mean, I have now for, you know, three, four years. This team has been a quality team, and there's no reason why they won't be a quality team this year. Um, The Brown money's kind of eking in, and uh, there's going to be some Brown backers here in this one. What I will tell you in this game that is absolutely going to be pounded is going to be the over. Mm-hmm. I can tell you there's no doubt we're going to need the under in this one. I, I can see pretty much all the money going to be on the over by the time this thing kicks off. Johnny, how do you think you're going to uh, have to handle 477, 478 on the rotation there? Packers and Saints with the Packers three-point favorites, and it looks like that game's unlikely to be played at the Superdome, right? Yeah, Matt, we took the game down for a half hour this morning, and then we put it back up. And uh, we're, we don't have to refund any of the money because our what our rules state that if a team is designated as the home team, even if the site moves, then the bets are action. So um, that happened with the Oklahoma two-lane game. And that'll happen with this game also. Okay. How about the uh, Bears and Rams on that Sunday night? And we were just talking about Andy Dalton, Justin Fields. Who should the Bears start a quarterback in week one? Who do you think the Bears should go with? And how do you think that game's going to be bet? Looks like uh, probably going to be mostly Rams action. I think the Rams are going to be a popular teaser play. Seven and a half point favorites. Well, you know, we saw what the Patriots did by cutting Cam Newton and then keeping, you know, Hoyer and uh, the other backup, uh, what's his name, uh, J- Jason's, yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, you know, that's what that was their move. Now, what if the Bears are going to keep all these guys? They went, they went out and got Dalton, and they've got a couple of veteran guys. Let the veterans play game one. Uh, you know, let's see what the veterans can do in game one. If Fields is going to get in eventually. He's going to be your starter eventually. And why are you going to put him in a game like this? I just don't – I don't think this is the right spot right now. I think you you wait a game or two and see how those other guys fare. But right now, as far as the money's concerned, it's been all Rams. And uh, John will go to the Monday night football game, one of two Monday night football games, kind of now a week one tradition here. Actually, there's only one now that I look at it. Uh, I wish they would go back to two on Monday night football, but since they have not, so just the one here, right here in Las Vegas, Allegiant Stadium, the Baltimore Ravens against the Las Vegas Raiders. Baltimore minus four and a half, I believe, right now at draft games. Some fours out there as well. Total of 51. Raiders are kind of a team I don't know, even though I'm local now. 
now that I don't really have a handle on. I don't know that they're bad. I don't know that they're really that good. Baltimore, of course, uh, ran through the preseason yet again. Now the all-time record in terms of winning preseason games at 20 in a row. But still some uncertainty with this Ravens team. They've had some injuries at receiver. Lamar Jackson, can he finally take that step up and really emerge as a good, effective passer? He was dead last in the NFL for starters last season. But Ravens laying four and a half at Allegiant Stadium, really the opener at Allegiant Stadium in front of fans for the regular season. You know, I think, Wes, we feel like you do, bookmakers. We're, we're really not sure what to make of this Raider team either. Uh, you know, looked like they were making strides. Not sure how much more they are improved this year over last year. We know that Allegiant Stadium is going to be rocking and rolling, and we know there's going to be a lot of bets taking place from that stadium that are going to be on the Raiders because people are going to try to be on the home team and root them through. But it's a kind of a short spread. It's, you know, it's uh, if it was six or so, six, six and a half, it may make, make you think more about the Raiders. But at four, four and a half, I think most are going to be thinking Ravens. Yeah, I'm going to probably look to the home dog here. But Wes, uh, like you mentioned, I'm looking for that line to go up to five, five mm-hmm. and a half. I, I, I don't know if it's going to get bet up. I would anticipate the uh, Ravens are going to get – uh, some play. Well, but. we saw the Raiders, albeit no spectators, but that first game at home on a Monday night, that clearly meant something to that team when they played the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. I think it was week two last year, it and they was. got the win, Daniel Carlson, with the game-winning field goal there for the Raiders. And and I think with spectators there, that is going to matter. Oftentimes, we might overrate that in terms of his handicappers, but I think with actual fans in a sold-out yeah. stadium in the sand, silver and black, first impression to make with the new city, I would agree with you on the Raiders, but I'm waiting for a better number. Yeah, I bet the Raiders in that game against the Saints last year. I think I'm going to play them in this game against the Ravens, who, by the way, are a little bit beat up on the offensive side of the football Mm -hmm. uh, right now. Everybody's beat up on the offensive line right now, it seems like. Uh, Johnny, how about the DraftKings football contest? And uh, can you give us the details and the deadline? Yeah, they're both going well. Certainly ahead of pace over last year. Uh, the the millionaire the pro football has four million uh, you know in prize money the survivor has one million um, the way they work the pro football contest is pick five games a week you're entitled to take a, a week off a bye week so to speak the survivor is what it is it's pick one game a week and if you win you continue on if you lose you're out um, 333 for the survivor 1500. For the uh, the pro football pick'em, millionaire pick'em, that is both are in nine states. Uh, we're trending close to 1,200 people, 1,300 for both contests. So uh, we're ahead of last year, and don't think there's going to be much of an overlay here on either one of them. Okay, let's talk uh, college football Thursday night. We got a good one in the Big Ten. Ohio State, a 14 point uh, road favorite. Johnny and I, I would assume in Week One. Uh, bookmakers expect to see a lot of action on the popular favorites like Ohio State. Yeah, we're seeing it, Matt. You know, we opened 13 and a half. We're up to 14. The total's down a little from 66. And, uh, you know, the Ohio State team averaged a bunch of points last year with fields. They got three quarterbacks. Maybe I think they might even have four, but this kid Stroud will be the starter. Um, and, you know, I, I think there's some respect. If, you, if you've done some research, you have to have a little respect for the Minnesota team. Their quarterback's pretty good, and their defense is getting better. Um, so, you know, you got to give them a chance with the points here. Maybe they make it a little closer because maybe Ohio State doesn't have that same team just to go out there and start rolling right from week one. 
Well, that's the way I feel. It's a new quarterback, Wes. You're breaking a new quarterback on the road. I think it's a lot to ask the Buckeyes to cover 14 against a pretty good Minnesota team that I rate, and I think you do too, as the number two team in the Big Ten West. Yeah, I think 14 is fair, but keep in mind, you might be able right. to get 14 in that hook. I know uh-huh. only a couple places went to that, but right. wouldn't be surprising if that shows on game day. So uh, go ahead and feel free to wait for that. But Johnny, we'll stick in the Big Ten here, and this is an interesting one. Very early kickoff on Saturday, 9 on the West Coast, 12 out East. Penn State against Wisconsin, kind of two disappointing teams teams last year might be teams that are on a mission wanting to uh, restore the honor and the glory of their program as both had disappointing seasons looks like Wisconsin's getting the money though here uh, new quarterback as Matt mentioned for Ohio State but two returning quarterbacks here for Penn State Wisconsin with Sean Clifford on the Penn State side Graham Mertz on the Wisconsin side Badgers getting some support here but this looks like a spot where you might get some buyback on Penn State you might, Wes. We opened three and a half. Uh, we're up to five and a half. You know, the you you mentioned both teams. Not a great year, but uh, Penn State's year was horrible to start. Mm-hmm. They finished pretty strong. Um, the, the Wisconsin team, Mertz. I, I mean, it, I think he'll he'll do well, and they got a pretty good offensive line. And I don't know if the people are going to come back on Penn State right away, unless you're going to follow the trend of the way they finished last year. But uh, I'd still if I'd still need to see a Penn State game or two before I'd start jumping on them. Johnny, you referenced it earlier. For anyone who mentioned it, how do you handle uh, 163, 164, that Tulane, Oklahoma game? And it was a 27, 27 and a half. Do you re- I've seen that reposted as high as 31 and a half. How do you handle that at DraftKings? Uh, well, we we allowed you the bets to stay uh, because the home team is still going to be Tulane. Uh, they're designated as the holding team, and that's what our rules state. If a team is designated as the whole team, then the bets are action. Um, now, we know that, you know, Tulane could have used all the help they could possibly get in this one. Uh, you know, I think this Spencer Rattler kid's going to be excellent, and they got an excellent receiver. So I think uh, Tulane could have used some home field advantage. It's not much, but anything sure would help against uh, this offense this year. All right, let's talk about two of the highest profile games. Alabama, Miami, Circus Sports is up to minus 20 on uh, Bama. Uh, how about you at DraftKings with uh, that game on Saturday afternoon in Atlanta? Uh, the last I saw, I think we're 18 and a half, Matt, uh, trending towards 19, 17 and a half. We opened up, uh, you know, this team loses Jones. They lose uh, Devontae Smith. They lose Waddle and Harris. And how do you possibly come back from losing all those guys? I guess because you've got all another clone of all those guys that basically sitting on the bench. I I guess that's the way it always works for Alabama. Uh, you know, the Miami team with King, he's back from ACL. I believe he's going to get the start. Um, you know, it's it seemed I think Alabama's kind of in the same position as a Ohio State, but probably a little more tuned in. Whereas, you know, first week out the box, really, are they going to be that dynamic on offense? John, got about 45 seconds left. Main event on the college football card on Saturday night, of course, is two top five teams, Georgia and Clemson, two obvious CFP contenders. Line has moved a little bit in the Georgia way. I'm hearing the sentiment, obviously, Clemson more proven in the big game, but Georgia's got some believers out there. Yeah, this game is. Uh, this game came down from four to three. It's a pretty big move for a game like this, 51 and a half. I think you got to be a believer in the kid, uh, you know, 
Daniels, uh, you think he's a good one. And so this game's a neutral site. Heck of a way to start the season, guys. Somebody's got to have a loss and then claw back into it. All right, that's Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sportsbook Director. Johnny, uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Have a great week. Thanks. You guys tell us Thanks, John. I'm not a big believer in JT Daniels, and I'm on Clemson minus three. That's how I'm going to play Lean that a little bit to the Bulldogs, but I want to see if I can get that hook or maybe back up to four. All right, we'll talk golf next. It's the Tour Championship this week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
right now is the perfect time to start planning your football contest strategy. The VSIN Pro Football Guide, the right way to start. Our VSIN experts have won major football contests around Las Vegas. Our guide will give insight on against the spread contests as well as survivor pools to give you a winning edge. Download the VSIN NFL Guide today for only $19.99 or get VSIN all access, everything we offer for the entire football season. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Wes, you and I were in here this morning to tape Long Shots, the number one rated golf betting show on the planet, and it's going to air tonight on VSIN. And this is a, a tournament that you and I really don't like. It's uh, <laughs> that's a nice sell job for the program, but you're absolutely. I right. thought we did. I thought we did a pretty good job on the show today. Regardless, even though this is not a very good betting tournament, I yeah. think you said the worst betting tournament of the year on Twitter, right? It is, okay. yeah, because you only have 30 players now, and you actually have two different markets. And the market most readily available, I think, to our audience, especially here in Las Vegas, is going to be the market that involves, as you see on. The the graphic there with the starting strokes because that's how they do it for the tour championship because they wanted and the way they set this up and they started this I believe two years ago they want the golfer that wins the tour championship to also win the FedEx Cup right and keep in mind you look at the top Patrick Cantlay is going to start at 10 under par we saw this materialize last year when Dustin Johnson started at 10 under par as the leader going into the final event of the FedEx Cup playoffs he shot 11 under it wasn't the lowest score in terms of 72 holes, but he went ahead and won the tour championship. So there is that one market that includes the staggered scoring. As you can see, Patrick Cantlay minus 10. I think that price is plus 380. Tony Finau minus eight, $7. DeChambeau minus seven at 550. John Rahm at minus six is, uh, I think it was like plus 350 or plus $4. But there also is a separate market for the 72 hole market. So like if you bet that market last year, you cashed a ticket on Xander Shoffley, who was the lowest 72 hole scorer last season without the starting strokes, but that doesn't include an official win for Xander mm-hmm. Shoffley. It won you a bet if you had a ticket on him, but keep in mind two separate markets. I know DraftKings has that market. I know BetMGM has that market where they have priced both markets here. So obviously read the fine print, know what you're betting. All right, so let's uh, talk about our best bets here. And we kind of split these up because you can bet at Circa in the Westgate, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, based on the starting strokes system. At BetMGM, you can just bet on the 72-hole tournament without the handicap yes. built into it. And last year, I bet Xander Shoffley in this event, and he had the lowest score, but it didn't cash because he had to – I think DJ had about a five-stroke lead, and Dustin yeah. Johnson won the tournament. So, John Rahm is a player you and I are both going to be on this week. Uh, you're not going to get great no. – you're not going to get great odds on him, but I do feel like he's the most likely – to win John Rahm at four to one, Tony Finau at seven to one. And then, if you want to look at uh, the Bet MGM numbers for a full tournament, I, I would advise that you can get better numbers on Justin Thomas and uh, uh, actually Sam Burns. You can get a 28 yeah. to one uh, just to win the tournament. Sam Burns has got to come from six strokes back mm-hmm. to win, probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'd rather bet him at 28 to one than 45 yeah. to one, but. I put the odds up there based on the uh, starting stroke system. And all of those plays make sense. Uh, you mentioned uh, Justin Thomas, third, ninth, seventh, second, and sixth. So everything but a win here. But he's always been very good in his five appearances at East Lake. So maybe could go well again. Sam Burns kind of trying to rally and get on that Ryder Cup team. Maybe Steve Stricker will consider a rookie, being that he's pretty stacked.
stacked up at the top with the six already clinched onto the team. So I did play John Rahm in terms of to win the tour championship. That obviously includes the starting strokes, not necessarily being the low 72 hole. You're not getting a bargain at four to one, but I think he's been playing the best golf. Should have won two weeks ago mm-hmm. at the Northern Trust. Leaked a little oil at the end with two bogeys in the final four holes. And Tony Finau got the playoff win over Cameron Smith. And then I got three in the 72 hole market. Rory McIlroy, 11 to one. He is a two-time winner here at East Lake. So I think he could go well again. Played very well last week, uh, finishing fourth uh, there at that BMW Championship. Scotty Scheffler, 25 to one. Another guy, I think, trying to make an impression on Captain Steve Stricker and trying to be one of those six captain's picks. And by the way, those captain's picks will be announced, I believe, next Monday night, both on the U.S. side with Stricker and on the European side with Patty Harrington. And then speaking of Patty Harrington and the European team, Sergio Garcia, 40 to one. No surprise, and that's in the 72 hole market. No surprise that he's making a rally to make the European Ryder Cup team. He always kind of seems to do that. T6 at the BMW last week, first top 10 since April. So McElroy, Scheffler, and Garcia in the 72 hole market. John Rahm at a very short price to win the Tour Championship. All right, we talked about the Tour Championship, the Ryder Cup, and more with uh, Mackenzie Kramer of ESPN Stats and Info. He was our guest, and I have to admit, it was an incredible show, and you don't want to miss it. It's going to air on VSIN tonight, right, Wes? Yes, absolutely. Emmy Award winning production by all. Make sure you see it tonight on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We're going to talk baseball betting when we come back. OddsTrader.com studio at South Point Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now, and start winning with up to the second info you need. OddsTrader.com. Hey, uh, Wes, we have a final in baseball today, and it was a miracle comeback by the Mets to beat tomorrow in 6-5. to five. Mm-hmm. And the winning run was by one Javier Baez today. He scored the winning run there. 6-5 to five final score. Javi Baez on his Twitter said, Hashtag fans, we just need to stay together. We want to win too. El Mago going to be El Mago. Hashtag let's go Mets. So uh, Javi Baez uh, did not make a lot of friends in New York on Sunday doing the, the boo to the fans. as uh, They're like, well, we're going to boo the fans and give them the thumbs down too. I'm like, well, dude, you've been in New York about five minutes. That's not going to go very well for you. No, I think the Mets got their hands full with uh, Javi Baez and Francisco Lindor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a very disappointing season for the Mets. And you kind of had a feeling they were going to regress. I didn't think they were going to regress necessarily (laughs) this hard. But that's kind of like typical Mets. They always have pitching injuries. They always burn out pitchers. Syndergaard hadn't been back this year. DeGrom was going to be a runaway Cy Young winner and now out of sight, out of mind, and shut down basically till September. DeGrom was having having arm issues. And I I said, shut the guy down for two weeks. Let him rest and then bring him back. And, uh, you know, the Mets managers, no, we're we're not going to skip a start. Half pregnant yeah, there, he's basically gonna come. with him. Okay, if you want to put it, I that know way. maybe maybe if, uh, a bad analogy, but I think people got it. 
know. <laughs> he totally no-sold that. He's like, you're on your own. I don't think so. You're on your I'm own with that you one. I'm not little. throwing you a, a little life little. preserver. <laughs> Cardinals-Reds has been postponed. Uh, so let's start at the top with Phillies and Nationals. Matt Moore, Patrick Corbin. Not that this game means much, but the Phillies need it. Uh, that doesn't mean much to the Nationals, but they are favored. Patrick Corbin minus 125. Pick your poison here, Wes. Who are you going to take? Yeah, it means something to me because I did bet the Philadelphia Phillies yep. at 6-1 to one earlier this summer, and it looked like they were going to take it over. But now they're looking up at the Atlanta Braves. 70 and 60 are the Braves. Philadelphia Phillies about three and a half back now, 67 and 64. So at least showing a sign of a pulse here, but... Yeah, I don't really, I don't really want to bet Patrick Corbin because he's kind of been a, a little bit of a mess uh, this season. Even though he's got some positive regression, I think coming 432 on the xFIP versus 609 on the ERA. Matt Moore 512 on the xFIP. Matt Moore is certainly nothing to write home about. So I understand why this has gotten bet to the over at nine. There's still some nine if you want to bet the over at minus 120. Seven and nine are really kind of the key numbers on total. So you don't want to bet over nine and a half when you got nine out there. So the nine and a halves that are out there juiced to the under at minus 115 certainly don't disagree with this move based on how these two pitchers have pitched this season i might look to fade blake snell tonight off that 122 pitch performance against the dodgers last week that was his uh, longest outing of his career a career high pitch count for him uh, padres right around minus 170 you can catch plus 150 out there at DraftKings on the D-backs if if you feel like betting Zach Gallen and the D-backs. Yeah, and and I certainly wouldn't disagree with you. Like I said, mention liking the under a little bit in this game. Uh, I do think that this is a big price, though, on Blake Snell after you have that historic, basically, or the best performance of your career against the Dodgers in terms of your pitch count, 122 pitches. That was that marathon game, of course, last week. And look, Blake Snell, for the kind of inconsistency that he has had this year, the home and away splits that I know you've talked about been pretty darn good against the Dodgers. He's, but. You know what? He's kind of turned things around on the road yeah. in the last uh, month, six yeah. weeks or so, too. He he could. I think the Padres lost his first nine road starts. Is that right? It was yes. eight or nine. Yes. Yeah. Alright, let's look at the uh, Brewers-Giants game. We do have a pitcher, by the way. Johnny Cueto is going to yeah, be Yeah, Cueto was scratched the- last yes. night. Uh, so he's going to make the start tonight, and it looks like, uh, what do we have for a price in Milwaukee? Still minus 135? It's starting to appear on the screen here, about minus $1.30 to 135 in that range. I think uh, Westgate Superbook, minus 132, take back $1.22 on the Gigantes, and also I believe Circa out there at minus 132 as well, so pretty much in that range. All right, Braves-Dodgers, and this is the uh, the game of the night, really. Charlie Morton and Walker Bueller. And you're not going to find many pitchers have been better than Walker Bueller the past couple months. Almost a $2 favorite. In fact, DraftKings at minus 195. Uh, circa South Point right in the same range. Total of 7.5. Morton against Bueller. Yeah, I, I lean to the under here. And it's already been bet down to 7.5. And, and look, this has been uh, two very good pitchers this year. Walker Bueller, by the way, his ERA is worse at Dodger Stadium than it is on the road. It's 213 at home. Yeah, that's so, good. So, so not too shabby. And meanwhile, Charlie Morton, not the numbers that Walker Bueller is going to have, but a 308 ERA on the road could help stymie this Dodgers offense. Dodgers have been kind of average in terms of hitting at home in this month of August. Top road-ranked offense, and that's why they now lead the AL East, is the Atlanta Braves. So would, le- would still lean a little bit to the under. I wish it was still at eight, but at seven and a half, I don't think that that's as much of a big of a deal. And as you can see, the 
those Cy Young odds via draft gains. Uh, Walker Buehler now currently the odds on favorite at minus 115. Corbin Burns two and a quarter. Zach Wheeler at 11 and two. Brandon Woodruff at eight to one, who of course goes against Johnny Quater tonight mm-hmm. in the game we just talked about. So nothing on the side for me, but lean to the under in Chavez Ravine. Do you give Max Scherzer a shot here with a month ago? Mad Max at 20 to one odds. I think really it looks like a two horse race between yeah. Buehler and Burns. Could Mad Max get back in there? He might be the only one that I think is really worth a stab if you're going a little bit down the board because I think Kevin Gaussman showing a little bit of regression that we thought that that he, we might see kind of toward the end of the season. That's why you've seen that price drift up. But I'm with you. I think it's going to be Bueller or Burns at this standpoint. All right, a couple of low-profile American League games we didn't talk much about. Jimmy Ott of ESPN Radio Baton Rouge, he was in here yesterday. He texted me today and said, watch out for – Keegan Aiken for Baltimore tonight threw his butt off last time against the Angels. Might be a live dog t- tonight. He's up against Hinjin, Rio, Toronto. Man, as high as minus 335 at DraftKings. So you could get plus 260 or maybe even a little bit better on Baltimore if you dare. Yeah, that's a big dare if you want to take the Orioles. And they were right in the game through five innings, but then kind of fell apart a little bit. What I would likely be looking at is the over here, especially in the first five innings. I believe it is it is now up to five and a half, which is a big first five total. Some five juice to the over at like minus $1.30. I certainly can't disagree with that move. With Aiken right now, by the way, 0-7 and, and road starts is Keegan Aiken this year. 560 on the exit, but still very, very high. Hinjin Ryu is a guy that can, you know, be hit or miss. He's been better, I think, more often than not this year. But the total getting bet to the over, and I don't disagree. Wes, let's talk about this game. You have a play on it. A's and Tigers in Detroit. Irvin against Scooball, and you have the home dog, right? Yeah, I do like the Tigers here. Irvin uh, has kind of started to regress a little bit. He's not a guy that really strikes out very many, only six per nine innings. Scooball about ten and a quarter. Irvin, 368 on the ERA, but 490 on the XFIP. This is a sell-high pitcher. I like the Tigers. All right, quick break. We come back. We'll hit two more baseball games and then we'll talk college football to finish the show today. This is VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options, BetRiver Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook, offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Also available at PlaceYourGrounds.com in New Jersey, and you must be 21. BetRivers Sportsbook is at BetRivers.com. Check it out. Wes Reynolds, uh, two more baseball games I want to mention. How about the Rockies as road favorites last night? That looked like a good spot to play the Rangers as home dogs, and uh, they came through tonight. The Rockies, road favorites again. Uh, they are weighing 125-130 in that range against the uh, Rangers, and it's Austin Gomber and Jordan Lyles. Uh, did you play the Rangers last night? I did not. Okay. Uh, I'm leaning to them tonight, but Jordan Lyles is one of those pitchers I have not had luck with because it's like the peripherals are better than the ERA and whatnot, but then he ends up disappointing. They're down like 3 nothing in the first inning whenever I bet this team. So I would lean to the Rangers, though, because I don't know about the Rockies back-to-back as road favorites here. Yeah, some pretty ugly dogs I kind of like on the card tonight. And uh, typically if uh, they look that ugly, like the D-backs and the Rangers, mm-hmm. I might just say, eh, I'm not going to bet baseball tonight. Right. How about Yankees and Angels? you see anything in this game to like Jamison Tyon against Jaime Berea and the Yankees trying to stop this three-game losing streak, suddenly on a losing streak? Yankees uh, 
at minus 200 at DraftKings. Angels plus 170 total at nine and a half shaded over. Yeah, obviously this has been adjusted and bet accordingly in terms of uh, fading Berea, who I mentioned. 381 uh, batters are batting against him here in the month of August. So I don't want to lay that price. I do think the Yankees get off the schneid. So I think if you're looking to play the Yankees, you might want to look to the team total at over five and a half. Uh, That is available if you've missed the line on that favorite. Not a lot of adjustment necessarily here on the team total. So that'd be the way I'd go. All right, you and I were talking Big Ten football in the first hour. There were a couple games we didn't get to. And I want to get your opinion first on Penn State, Wisconsin, with the Badgers five-and-a-half-point favorites, total of 50 at Camp Randall. And uh, as Johnny Avello mentioned, Penn State got off to 0-5 start last season. Yes. One of those was a loss to your Indiana Hoosiers on a kind of a controversial game on the road. They won four in a row, though. The Lions finished four and five. James Franklin uh, needs to win big games like this. Wisconsin, the favorite in the Big Ten West for a reason. What do you think of this number in this total of five and a half and 50? Yeah, new offensive coordinator, by the way, for Penn State. Uh, Kirk Syroka, one and done. So he is out now. Mike Yurchich is in, the former Oklahoma State, former Texas offensive coordinator. So uh, Franklin, I think, going to turn over the duties to him. Yurkich has been pretty good everywhere he has been. And, you, you know, I mentioned Penn State with Johnny thinking there might be a buyback. I think when we see six, or if we do see six, there will be buyback on the Nittany Lions. I do think that they're kind of one of those rebound candidate teams, whether they have enough to eclipse Ohio State in that Big Ten East. Uh, begs the question, more than likely not, if you look at those futures prices. But, look, I still think Sean Clifford's a good quarterback. I know he lost his job in a couple games because they were struggling. They needed a change of pace. They went with Will Levis. Will Levis, by the way, now the starting quarterback at Kentucky as he is transferred out of State College. So I still think Clifford's a good quarterback. I still think this is a a decent team with a lot of talent. They had a lot of adversity, not only last year with COVID, obviously James Franklin being separated from his family pretty much the entire season because he has a daughter with sickle cell anemia. So they were separated. Journey Brown, of course, who was one of their top running backs, uh, had the heart issue and had to retire mm-hmm. from football. So you d- it just everything kind of went wrong. And you referenced that Indiana game last season. That was the game where they completely outyarded and outstatted Indiana, yet never led, made a bunch of mistakes, turnovers. Oh, James kicks. Franklin blew the game. And James Franklin made big mistakes. He and, basically could have run out the clock. Yeah, and the yeah. kids scored at the end. So that Idiot. gave Michael Penix and in Indiana time to drive down the field and tie the game. And then, of course, it was overtime. And Tom Allen said, look, we're underdogs at home. We need to make a statement against a big name program. They went for two. Was Michael Penix over the line before that knee was down? I don't know, but I know the referee called it good. So Indiana ended up winning. And that really sent Penn State's season into a tailspin there because they started 0-1. Then they lost five straight, won the four at the end. But you saw Penn State in a couple games last year. Remember that Maryland game Uh where it looked like they absolutely quit? And then they finally rallied. So I do think Penn State could be a mission team this year. I think Wisconsin's going to rebound. They took a big dip in terms of running the ball last year. And when I talked about Iowa, when we were talking some Big Ten football in the last hour, Iowa always finds a way to be able to run the ball. And so does Wisconsin Mm -hmm. because they always have really good offensive lines. So I think they can rebound. But if this gets to six, I might be a little bit interested in the road dog. 
What'd you say? James Franklin's daughter had sickle cell anemia. Yeah, yeah, I believe. How, so. How did you work that into the analysis of that game? Well, uh, <laughs> because a lot of it, uh, you know, his head wasn't in the right place. Okay. You mentioned about the mistake he made in terms of uh, against Indiana with the clock management and whatnot. He was separated from his family, so they weren't living in the same house. Obviously, he was basically on his own in an apartment nearby campus. So. There's maybe something to that where I don't want to necessarily make an excuse for Penn State's poor performance, really below standard there. But there's something at least a little bit to be said for that because I'm seeing the money and it's like all in Wisconsin so far. It's gone from four, four and a half, five, five and a half. This gets up a little bit higher. I would be interested in Penn State, but this is a really big game, kind of an under the radar game on uh-huh. the week one card. How about, uh, this is an under-the-radar game for a reason. Michigan typically rolls in games like this, but what do you expect to see from the Wolverines as they open at the big house against Western Michigan? Jim Harbaugh laying 17 and a total of uh, 67. Yeah, I'm not sure if I was with you, Matt, or whatnot when uh, when Ken or who I was with when Kenny White was on here previewing the MAC, and he really likes this Western Michigan team. He is very high on these guys. Michigan, by the way, kind of cleaned house on that staff. Mentioned Don Brown earlier. He is now the defensive coordinator out at Arizona for Jed Fish, and he was highly regarded. Was always on that Michigan staff. Harbaugh's got a lot of young coaches on this staff because. I think he's like, you know what? I need some young coaches that are going to be able to upgrade the recruiting here at this program. And that's why he brought back Ron Bellamy, former Michigan player. Mike Hart got him from the Indiana staff, both uh, Detroit area guys. So he wants to be able to recruit the state and get some younger coaches on staff. I don't know what to make of Michigan either. I think it's easy to kind of be down on them because they've been such a disappointment. However, who's going to play quarterback for these guys? Who uh, They've got basically three candidates, so that's going to be interesting. They are playing that smaller state school, and that's always kind of a tricky spot a, a little bit here. So you got to think Western Michigan is going to be up for this game, but I think the number looks about right here at 17. McNamara has been named the starting quarterback. Cade McNamara, okay, yes, the uh, starting okay. quarterback for Michigan. Yeah, because Alan Bowman transferred in from Texas Tech, and then, of course, they have J.J. Right. McCarthy, who is the highest-recruited Michigan quarterback out of high school since Ryan Mallett. Of course, Shea Patterson transferred in. He was a five-star guy, McCarthy, out of uh, IMG Academy, so uh, does not get the start. So McNamara, you know, I think he's going with the guy that gave them some experience last year at least. Yeah, a lot of people thought that McCarthy might win that job or even Alan Bowman after he transferred in from Texas Tech. Mm -hmm. Not the case. Uh, What do you think of Oregon State-Purdue? I actually uh, took Oregon State plus seven and a half here. Purdue has been very poor in the favorites role uh, recently, much better in the dog role. Uh, Circa has dropped this number to six and a half. Most places still at seven, total of 69. Jonathan Smith's done a, mm-hmm. a great job with mm-hmm. this Oregon State program, raising it up to respectability, and he's got a lot of experience back in this Beavers team. The number looks about right on the side. Uh-huh. The, uh, the total's been getting some support here. It was 65, seeing as high as 69 at BetMGM, 68 at some other spots here in town, but this has been getting a lot of support, which uh, Purdue, if you looked at the roster, you thought maybe this team's going to be improved on defense because Mm -hmm. Bob Diaco is now out at defensive coordinator. I thought that was a disaster. So Purdue should be a little bit better coached on defense. They're also going back to that 4-3. Put George Karloftis, uh, the kid from right there in West Lafayette, put him down in that three-point stance to rush the passer. Don't let him be an outside linebacker in a 3-4 and have to play coverage. That did not play to his strength. So Purdue is back doing that. And then, uh, of course, they do have uh, what Jack Plummer did win the starting job for Purdue. But the one thing about Purdue, 
they have not been able to run the ball really for several years. They have looked for a running game. They have been near the bottom of the Big Ten pretty much in every season. But the over, for some reason, is getting a lot of uh, support here. I almost considered betting that, even losing value in the number at 68, but I went ahead and laid off. Okay, how about Notre Dame, Florida State on Sunday night football? And uh, I'm I'm taking the home dog here, Wes. I'm not bowled over by what I see from mm-hmm. the Notre Dame Fighting Irish mm-hmm. with Jack Cohn at quarterback. I didn't like him a whole lot at Wisconsin. He's taking over for Ian Book. Uh, you don't have a lot of uh, starters back for Notre Dame, depending on how you count them. Phil Steele's guide counts, what, nine starters back for yeah. Notre Dame? Kenny White says he's got it at 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. Regardless, Notre Dame, not one of the most experienced teams, lost a lot of talent to the NFL draft. And uh, I believe that uh, Florida State should be a, home do- a live home dog here. Mike Norvell's second season, if McKenzie Milton is ready to make plays at the quarterback position. Right, because it's going to be him or Jordan Travis who right. started six games last season. And I still like Florida State at 7.5, too. I wish I would have got that 10 mm-hmm. in terms of the opener, but right. I still think over a touchdown this could be a decent spot. And look – I don't want to overestimate this motivational spot because obviously none of the current players ever played for Bobby Bowden, but this is the first game in Tallahassee after the uh, passing of Bobby Bowden this summer. It's going to mean a lot to the fans and it's going to mean a lot to the coaches, which means it's going to have to mean a lot to the players, or at least the coaches are going to sell that. I think Florida state, I did like them a little bit over five and a half. I, I still think they have talent. The recruiting has slipped a little bit, but can McKenzie Milton be that ultimate uh, quarterback? story and that comeback story. I think Norvell, they just got to give him time down there in Tallahassee, but I thought anything over a touchdown was worth a take on the Seminoles. Yeah, I was like you. I was waiting for that number to go up to 10. I was going to play Florida State and it, it's gone back the other direction towards seven, seven and a half. You could still grab seven and a half on Florida State and uh, I am on that side. We'll have college football best bets on tomorrow's show. And uh, also, Point Spread Weekly is going to be out. Don't forget about that. We have our uh, college football best bets contest is going to be in there. Wes is in that. I'm in that. You can uh, catch Point Spread Weekly uh, by tomorrow morning. It should be out. Thanks to uh, Bruce Marshall and Johnny Avello. Uh, That does it for my guys in the desert. Danny Burke, Gil Alexander on deck. And don't forget about Tim Murray on the nightcap tonight. Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.